If you're listening to this devotion on SoundCloud, you're probably seeing a picture of a very vibrantly red maple tree. Now, if you're not seeing that picture, I can kind of describe it to you a bit. Just imagine the most amazing red color, just fiery red color you can. Put it on about a thousand leaves on a maple tree in the corner with a nice evergreen backdrop. <laughs> you know, it was a couple of springs ago that my wife and I planted that tree in that corner after after she mostly cleared that area of our property and, and kind of needed a, a spot for something to mark that border. And so we chose that tree in the spring again, and it had these kind of just emerging sort of wine-colored leaves, kind of dark. And as we planted that tree, it almost kind of disappeared with that evergreen backdrop, the browns and the greens. Um, but that first fall, wow, we could not ignore it any longer as it just popped with that red color. And every fall since, and especially this past fall, it has really shown its true colors. Well, we see that in the fall, don't we, all around us in this part of the country. Like the Cindy Lauper song says, I see your true colors shining through like a rainbow. Yellows and oranges, those reds, even the paler greens and, and the browns as well. Not just the trees, but plants all around us changing color. All you have to do is come on the church campus and you'll see it right before your eyes, at least for a few more weeks. Well, why do those leaves change color? You may remember from your science class that plants have this chemical called chlorophyll within them and that's part of the whole um, uh, photosynthesis process that starts in the spring as the temperatures are warmer and there's more light and certainly continues through the summer and into the early fall. But it's when that chlorophyll begins to break down, when the leaves begin to actually die, that they show their actual color, their true color. Usually that's covered up, either darkened by that chlorophyll or just made to be some shade of green. And that got me thinking on this All Saints Day about two things. First, it got me thinking about a call that, and thinking, you know, again, on this All Saints Day about those who've gone before me, about the ways in which they've answered a call by, by dying to things around them. They've, they've died to selfish pursuits, or they've, they've died in, in ways to use their, their resources that would just benefit them. They've instead used their time and their talent and their treasures to show their true selves, to give themselves in service to me, to others. I remember family members and mentors and teachers. There are all kinds of folks in our congregation and certainly beyond throughout my life that have been beautiful and wonderful saints that have nurtured me and strengthened me in my faith. And part of that process was that they died to other things they could have chosen for themselves. And it gives me a call then to think about and to reflect on the things that I need to die to, that need to be put to death in me. Jesus says that uh, to follow him, to be his true disciples, is to take up the cross and to follow, to die with him uh, to the things that would uh, promise us falsely some kind of identity or some sense of belonging or some sense of purpose or worth outside of the promises God gives to us in Jesus Christ. That's the first thing I I think of are those things that need to die in order for my true colors to emerge. But the second thing I think of is also a promise. It's a promise that I hear in Paul's words. And as I think about those blessed saints, especially those who have died in the faith, 
I think about Paul's promise in 1 Corinthians 15 where he uses the imagery, again plant imagery, of a seed going into the ground when someone dies. And when a seed goes into the ground, it it, it rests, it dies there, but then it emerges into something new, something leafy and beautiful in the life to come. And so I can be also assured that those who have given of themselves so that I might uh, grow in my faith, so that I might be mentored, so that I might be given a piece of their wisdom and of, of the wonderful resources that they had to give, that they now rest without pain, without sorrow, without any hurt. They rest in the blessed arms of Christ himself. So as we remember those, in, especially in our congregation, we'll be doing that in a very special way on Sunday, as we remember those in our congregation and, and in our whole lives outside of that as well, we can feel that call and hold to that promise. Amen.